Yeah. We meant to have both lights on. I can't remember. Oh no, that needs to go off. There you go. Artiste. <laughs> I don't know what I mean. Techie. I don't know. Tired. It's bright in here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't there only be the moon? <clears throat> yeah. Otherwise, mm. we just—it's the moon and the sun together, and that's a sign of the, that's climate change. Yeah. If anything's climate change, that's climate change. Well, it's just an eclipse, isn't it? Climate change. Climate. Change. <laughs> More eclipses because the tides dictate the the position of the moon, don't they? Mm. B fact for you. Oh yeah. Oh, hold on. Hold there on. you go. <laughs> Have I got to do it? Yeah. <laughs> Did Throwback. you know this thing about bees? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, during an eclipse, bees stop buzzing. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, what's going on? <laughs> so they picked up all these bushes with all these microphones that were like just, and there was just yeah, like tons to and bees. tons of bees in them. And like they rigged it up during an eclipse and when the moon crossed and it went dark, they all just went quiet. <laughs> <laughs> they are hiding from, from the, what the, what they call it, the stars, Stellaris. Yeah. The bee but God. then it kind of sort of makes sense. Like if an insect that doesn't go out at night and it's suddenly nighttime. <laughs> they just fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> bee. <laughs> All good. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose. Should we start? Yeah. Yeah. I guess we should start then. We'll the scum before the intro. <laughs> <laughs> Have something for him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mm. got that. Yeah. Oh, we started now. <laughs> we were in the middle of shop talk. That's our, that's our <laughs> management meeting. Yeah. Well, we were marketing meeting. Yeah. Like this, that's why the intro is the length it is. So we can have a yeah. quick, <laughs> quick. Yeah. Do you have ideas what we're going to do? That's how, that's how much we talk about marketing. 40 <laughs> seconds a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, new intro, I think. Yeah. Basically what we were chatting about. Yeah. It'd be quite cool. Yeah. How are you? Uh, tired. Exhausted, always, man. Always Swedish. Do you get that reference yet? <laughs> no. No? You haven't been bothered to watch our beloved podcast. I, I lovingly edited. It's it's an extra hour and a half that I haven't had. Let's put it in the, in the moon or something. <laughs> it's always going on. I don't know. Yeah. I think I think I just ingest media too much. I, I watched TV series on like three different sets at the same time. See, I don't... I don't I, I'm following everything. <laughs> I don't watch stuff while I'm working. I don't listen to podcasts while I'm working. Like I, yeah. I have like music on in the background that's got no words. Just oh yeah, same. Not when I work. Don't want to have something I really need to get done. But yeah. my life hasn't got that much meaning. <laughs> so it's just, it's just, well, while it's just while there. you're watching three things at once, I'm spending yeah. time with my wife. Yeah, and yeah, it'd be weird if I spent time with your wife. It would. <laughs> Instead of watching Game of Thrones, Seinfeld, and the Dave Chappelle show, <laughs> he's just walking around with, with her. Yeah. For the I, I haven't caught his new special yet. Have you watched it? Is it good? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Still good. Still strong. Good. Just, I, there's just been a lot of uproar about it. Oh, really? Um, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, well, yeah, he's had a bit of uh, Dave Chappelle's recent, in the most recent new release of specials. I think he's made a few trans jokes. And in this special, he says, I'm sorry, but I keep thinking of trans jokes. He doesn't really like <laughs> apologize for it. He just yeah. says like, well, it's it's just funny. It's all just yeah. silliness. That's all it is. Someone, someone so commented, that, commented that, that they think he's he's trying to kind of... I mean, it's, it seems obvious when you think about it, but he's trying to be provocative. He's trying to, like, hurl as much shit as possible. So it's like, you don't really... To what end. Like, where do I start? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not... It, I, I don't really think he's doing it for financial... He's not releasing these specials no, for money. Well, he's, he's, he's just releasing it for fun. And yeah. A lot of humour can be provocative. So, yeah, yeah I guess. But yeah, it's uh, it's still good. Mm. Still, uh, yeah, and still funny and still done in the right ways. Yeah. Still... Yeah, people just want something to complain about. Yeah, just always looking for somebody to blame. I mean, like I've watched a lot of stuff on white privilege again. Like I think in the last week. Yeah, and it always seems like it's just people wanting to to have to have someone to blame and be like, it's your fault. Yeah, you go like, well, it's 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 the individual's fault, right? No, it's white people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but the, the, oh yeah, I remember what brought it up now. But that 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 will come up later. Yeah. But yeah, just ideas. Like, of, well, isn't that the same? I know it's an easy thing, but isn't that's that's the same way Hitler felt about the Jews? <laughs> like, as in, like right. you can't just say like, oh, it's yeah. it's all white people. Oh, it's all the Jews. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's it's just if a you false stop equ- judging people as individuals. Then yeah, it, it, it's it, just a false equivocation. Yeah, they all say, roads like, lead to genocide. Say like say I think there's a number that's like the top one percent of companies are all ran by white people or something, something like that, right? There's, there's so like the top disproportionately one percent of companies were started by white people. But then you so just like go, but goes, that doesn't mean that all white people own the top one percent of all companies. Yeah, it's like that's a very small minutiae of people that happen but to be why, white, and maybe there's a whole thing. But, but it's my whole thing on politics. Like, I completely zoned out of politics completely now. Just like, as soon as I see a political post, I'm, all, I'm already like, I just don't care. Like, it's yeah. so full of holes that it's just like, this is just a game you're, this is a board game you're playing yeah. and you're really into it. Yeah. Great. Great for you. It obviously brings you joy and hate. Always good to have those fuels. But it's yeah. like, I, I have nothing to say because I believe the very foundation of it is completely pointless. So <laughs> yeah. there's no point talking to me. The same reason, I can't remember what I told you, I'm not allowed to go, well, I, I'm not allowing myself to go on ghost hunts anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't been on any yet, but there was a, situ- was a situation recently where I was my, I was invited to go to a ghost hunt. Okay. And I was just like, well, you don't want me there. I'll just laugh <laughs> and ruin the evening for everybody else who's trying to gain some, 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 some substance to their grief. Where yeah. they can be like, oh, at least there's the my, you know, I'm grieving for somebody who's living on as a ghost or so whatever <laughs> it is that they're doing. I'm just like, I would just find it hilarious all the way through, and it would just change the temperature of the room. Yeah, and I don't want to ruin your night. I'll go if it's on my own, but I don't want to ruin some like people who've gone out for a good time. Yeah, like you know that going to the cinema with me can be a different experience to going to the cinema with somebody else. It is. Yeah, and uh, yeah. To that point, Toy Story 4 is good. I thought it was going to be bad, but Toy Story 4 was good. I didn't realise it was out. 
Yeah, I didn't realize oh. either. And that's why I went into it. I think it's just I'm not part of that algorithm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I never saw any promotional material. So I was like, oh, oh. they snuck this one in. Yeah. So it's going to be terrible. Otherwise, they publicized it. But apparently, it's been out since the start school holidays. Oh. It's just been out forever. But it was good. It was actually pretty good. Yeah. And I laughed inappropriately throughout. And <laughs> <laughs> it was weird. The people and kids looking at me just like, why is this guy laughing? It's like, well, this... This, this small child just crushed that other small child's dreams. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> uh, also went and saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. How is it? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's not amazing. People, people have like loved it. Yeah. Or people have like had arguments about it. And you go like, oh, it was, it was an interesting time. But there, it's not like uh, there's been like amazing parts that I can that I remember. Like, oh, that was so good. It was just like, oh, this is just a film. Yeah. And it's, it's a, I think it's a long film. I think it's like two and a half hours, three hours. But you don't feel it. And there's some really good acting in it. But there's no like scene that's like, that was incredible. That was beautiful. That was Tarantino. There's no Bruce Willis picking up a chainsaw. You know, there's yeah. no uh, Christoph Waltz speaking in English in, yeah. in, in the house. There's none of... I, I, I didn't have any of those. And the way that it was done was like... Uh, it was just a weird thing. Weird, a weird film. A weird film. Mm. Where a lot of people got angry because the end it doesn't end how they want it to end. Yeah, and it's like, well, it's Tarantino. He's gonna, he's not gonna hold himself. He's 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 famous for doing things in a, in a weird, different way. So, what do you expect? Yeah, but yeah, it was good, fun to watch. I haven't even watched his last one yet. The one before Once a Time in Hollywood, The Hateful Eight. Yeah, you haven't seen The Hateful Eight. No. Fuck you, man. I know. I, I... <laughs> Hateful Eight is amazing. Yeah, the Hateful Eight is incredible. So you have to watch that. Was it the same like uh, I showed you Django? We, we watched Django. Oh, we, yeah, we watched Django. Yeah, think, Django was great. Didn't Django come out while we were at uni? I don't think. No, it didn't. Because uh, uh, your wife was your non-wife was there. Your was wife that wasn't your wife at the time. Yeah, yeah, it was there. I think I was up visiting. Oh we were, right, like looking for things to watch. Oh, we went out. And- you might have still been at uni, obviously. Okay, yeah. So there might I was have been there a- for like a decade. Yeah, <laughs> 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 well, you were. Yeah, uh, but yeah, the yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Before you watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, you have to watch The Hateful Eight. Okay. The Hateful Eight is is amazing. Yeah. The Hateful Eight is that's Quentin Tarantino. So that's, yeah, that's really good. Okay. Um, but yeah, going to cinema with me is different because I I find stuff funny and I love laughing so much. One of my problems on this podcast, when I should have a straight face, is I'm just laughing, giggling, high pitched, <laughs> and it's like, dude. You gotta maintain this, and yeah. in the cinema, I'm just even worse, just more raucous. Yeah. So it's just big out there. You, I think. You said to me in the past that like you think that would be a problem as a stand-up. Yeah, well, and in stuff like this, yeah, like, it's it's good that I find stuff the stuff I'm talking about funny. But yeah, if you're on stage telling jokes and I find and I'm enjoying it, and I find it funny. You can't laugh too much at yourself. Uh, but I do. Yeah, <laughs> that's my main problem with relationships. Is I I I I find myself funny in that relationship as it starts off, and after a while, I just realise, hang on, this is my show. I don't need you. <laughs> There's no, it doesn't really get past that. So I have to have these mental checks when I'm dating someone to be like, are you actually funny? Yeah. Is this actually, is this genuine or am I just fi- laughing at myself being ridiculous? And when I say being ridiculous, like saying, fuck you, I'm not going on your ghost hunt. Yeah. Because I'm too funny. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. If, if I went to a ghost hunt, I just, I would just laugh too much. And it's just, yeah, changes things. It's good in a cinema because I feel like you're meant to laugh in a cinema. And if you're meant to be scared in a cinema and someone's laughing, that would make me feel better. Yeah, maybe. But you, I, I also, I don't, 
I don't have a problem with it, but I don't think you're meant to laugh at like Schindler's List or something. Sure, but I do, and I think it yeah. adds to it. <laughs> <laughs> adds the experience. This is I a mean, heavy film, and I'm just trying to lighten the mood. <laughs> well, there was this, this, the it, it yeah. three or something is okay. coming out, and I saw a trailer for that, and it was like things like the origins of the clown. Th- it's about a scary clown, which is hilarious anyway, because I don't have to explain that, right? Yeah. The, Dry guy dressed as a clown scares everybody. Okay, yeah. sounds great. I'm in. Yeah, but yeah, there's this point. There's this point where I think he's famous for holding a balloon. He's got an image of balloon, and there's mm. just all these balloons coming after somebody. It's like, <laughs> oh, oh, oh no, <laughs> not not the balloons. <laughs> My one weakness. But no, just kill everybody and leave. Yeah, you know what are you meant to do with it, or just watch them all die, and then talk about it on a podcast. Oh, right. okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I was picturing a clown on a podcast. I'm, like, I'm not sure this translates. <laughs> I've worn makeup once, and yeah. it was too much, and uh, it was a mistake. W- what? When you went blackface? No, no, no. I went Stalin face because I wanted to go full communist and, and spread the communist message. All oh, right. No, yeah, no. <laughs> sounded too. Sounded serious. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. I put foundation on my face once, and okay. I realized it was like. Do you remember? Oh, for the podcast. Yeah, on the podcast. Yeah, I've worn yeah, po- yeah. Makeup I've, on the podcast. Right. Before. Okay. And I was like, oh, this is just now I'm just ghostly white. Yeah. It looked, Which is kind of like a clown. It looked strange. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I get for trying to be normal. <laughs> I was listening to the radio on the way here. Oh. And just, I just, just, people. Yeah. I don't know. Like, is there, and admittedly, like, this is, we're recording this quite late. And it was not, so it's not rush hour radio. So it was just like, who the hell's listening to the radio at like 8 p.m.? And it was just like people, like remixes of old songs that are just, you feel like are terrible, but they've just kind of put that, they've made it dubstep. And you're like, but it hasn't improved it. And I like dubstep. So what is this? Yeah. And then it's, oh, this is now the hit of the summer. And it was something about Country Road and about like a poppy, rappy, I want to take that horse. horse on a country yeah, road. Yeah, yeah. Horse, 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 horse. Yeah. It says horse lots. That's all I knew. And I was so like, apparently that video, that, that song got famous because a bunch of people like videoed themselves playing Red Dead Redemption on their horses, like just okay. and just playing that song in the background. Fair and enough. enough people saw the videos that like it suddenly became a hit. Yeah, because it was nothing before. But all, every song they played, and including that song, I can't dance to that. No, but I, I think there's probably a whole genre of music, you know, that people don't want to dance to but still get really passionate about. And I can't understand the passionate love for something that you don't want to dance with when it comes to music. You can, I really enjoy lots of different music yeah. for chilling out and for not for doing whatever. Mm. But like, I'd expect to dance to radio music. But times have changed. Yeah, dance is dead. <laughs> <laughs> they killed the dance. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's good. Good yeah. times. Good I'm, to I'm having a horrible time with music at the minute. Like I, I am, um, I, I was asked to do like um, it's not an open mic thing, but it's like a, it's a performance thing of of sorts. But it's Poets like it's well, it's musician. it's it it is it is music, but it's like we choose who plays, and it's run by someone I know. Right. And I'd mentioned that like well, I'm interested, I'm kind of interested in doing things. Yeah, and they were like, well, why don't you come and do this at the end why of the month? You come and do things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And my immediate response was like, no. Uh, all right maybe maybe but then i was like i was talking to them because they play music on like a regular basis like they do they do gigs and they make a like an all right living out of it 
um i was like well what how because how, you play songs that you are not necessarily interested in like the, the yeah. like st- but stuff that other people will know when you kind of make it your own yeah. like how do you come across song how, how do you get in tune with what people actually want to hear because that's right. the side of like covering songs that i've that i've never really tried before when i think if you're trying to get gigs and make a go of it it's kind of something you need to get a grasp of right so like what's the latest acoustic set from that was played on game of thrones yeah you know and you do a cover of that and it's yeah because people know it yeah for it. yeah and they were like well it's it's really hard but you just kind of it just kind of check like what's trending on YouTube. Oh yeah, and, like there's Google Analytics and yeah, stuff. And what, what are people searching? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's like a, there's there's like a trending thing on YouTube, trending now, and you yeah. just there's a music section. They just like spend ages going through that, and there's a Spotify has the same kind of thing. And I started doing it. I was just like, I'm having a horrible time. <laughs> like all of this is crap. All yeah. of it. I hate all of it. I've never felt so yeah. fucking old. In terms of what songs are being played, yeah, 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 definitely. Like I, I just, I, I, I can't. None of this inspires me. Yeah. Like it, it's, 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 it's so fucking hard. Yeah, yeah and th- but there's lots of people, and that's why I think a lot of it feels very plasticky, is because people will go through that anyway, mm. and you'd be like, "You're why are you playing this bad song badly?" Yeah, it's because you don't care about it, and you're just trying to get, you're just asking in a forum to be on a podcast panel show. You know, just doing whatever you can to try and promote yourself. Yeah. So yeah, it's got to try and the people. It, it, I think it's like uh, you just if you. <laughs> it's not very evident with the podcast, but if you continuously do something, eventually you'll have a catalogue of stuff to refer back to. Yeah. And then it will just build and slowly. But it's like I think like Twitter followers. Like when we first started doing videos, like I think it's like twenty-seven episodes ago or something. Yeah. Like. Uh, yeah, started doing social media and trying to get followers and trying to set it up. And now they just left it. And just over time, it just grows a little bit. Mm. Admittedly, social media growth is a weird thing anyway. Yeah. But just over time, things will grow. You just have to kind of give it time. Yeah. So yeah, just fuck trying to play songs you don't want to play. Yeah. Just be like, you can play that if you want, but I'm going to play this. And it's going to be such a good show that blah, 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 blah. Yeah. 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 You just kind of got to gotta hope for the best. Yeah, but I've had, well, uh, in terms of productivity, mm. um, yeah, we did, this week is uh, release of Minute Month, and I struggled a lot, not as much as you did, because <laughs> you were very busy, Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I got, uh, we'll release them a little bit later, but just while talking about, about productivity, it was mm. just like, yeah, there was still a moment of like, oh, I'm just going to leave it to the absolute last minute yeah. to do this. And even though I did little bits here and there, and it's just, I think it's just organization. Yeah. We just, it just starts to slip away. I mean, there's so much we have to do for the Stoke on Trent on October 13th or something. Mm. You go like, we need to be properly organized about this and just be like, right, yeah, okay, sort it out. And yeah. Plan it out and then stick to it rather than just being like, okay, yeah, I'll just leave it to the last minute and fucking do it. Yeah. That's why, yeah, started doing social media Sundays. Yeah. Fun times. Sundays, I sit down and do all the social media for the podcast. Yeah. And uh, yeah, talk to people who aren't there. I was like, I'll answer any questions. I'll chat to anybody. Just nothing. (laughs) It's like, well, this is kind of good because it means I have to do less of it. But yeah, just sort sort out all the social media stuff. And because I was like, right, just one day a week. And then hopefully like one morning a week, like a Sunday morning. Right, yeah, just sort everything out. Mm. And now it's really confusing when I see myself 
when I see a post from myself telling me about something I've told it to tell me. Yeah. You're yeah. Just like, <laughs> yeah. I had, the, I had the same thing. So I've been doing the like running like four social media accounts for my mm. business side of things for for the last couple of weeks and doing all the scheduling and all of that stuff. And, LinkedIn. Like, sorry. Yeah. I, I, I had to remember what the four works when you use three. I think we should get on LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what we do on LinkedIn. Just tell everyone to go fuck themselves. Like, I don't even know what I'm doing on LinkedIn. I still don't understand it. I don't. It's a, it's a, it's a world that I've, I've never wanted to be a part of. It's like it's a social media website made up of people's CVs. Yeah. I just don't. I don't get it. It was. I think it was like to yeah to reference see ref people's references and yeah. stuff like that. It's to help network like, and meet other professionals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I remember. I remember. I, I interviewed at a place um, in. Uh, London somewhere central London somewhere and it was your typical starter up computery thing I can't even remember what it was for mm. like it was for something stupid like that yeah and it was it had that same feel of like you know whiteboards with targets on it I used to work in a car sales job as well as all that kind of little thing people yeah. get stuck in that bubble and you go like it's probably very good but especially the corporate side I've never wanted to be I've, I've only ever seen negative aspects of that mm. through films and people, everyone that I've known has been a bit of a tosser who's been like really into it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You just grow up and it's like, all they can talk about is, is, is that. And you go like, I understand that passion about your work is very important, very good, but there's more to you, right? There's more to you than just this. No. Oh, okay. Well, I don't think we're gonna have much in common then <laughs> if everything that you have that's about your personality is tied in with one job. Yeah, and not like anything else. Just communicability, communicability. Yeah, yeah not I, 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 like, I, I saw an advertisement that someone was someone was looking for someone to do like in-house videography for them, mm. like as a full-time job. And like one of the specifications was that was that you put your your professional life as your highest priority. Yeah, and I was just like, no. Yeah, like, I had loads of those. Not at all. Yeah, uh, uh, you have to tell them that everything you want out of life is expensive. Yeah. These were like sales jobs that like, you have to go in and say you want a Lamborghini and you want this big house so mm. that they know that you're money motivated and so that they'll enjoy it. And then there was that one job that I went to and I just didn't wear a tie and everyone freaked the fuck out. <laughs> They're like, I had a, uh, they call it a recruiter or whatever. Yeah. And he rang me up afterwards and said, yeah, I just spoke, Nick, did you, you didn't wear a tie. Where's your tie? I said, oh, it was hot. I just didn't want to wear a tie. Now, Nick, you have to wear a tie if you want to take the job seriously. If you want people to take you seriously, you've got to wear a tie. And I was like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, no. And, and yeah. it's a small thing because like uh, clothes don't quite fit me anyway. I've realized, I was, I was thinking about starting to wear ties as mm. like a new leaf. Look at Nick, he's wearing a tie. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, we'll I have to get, the, the problem is the collars are just too small. Yeah. Because I'm just a weird shape. So if I had a big collar, then I could probably wear a tie and it'd be fine. Anyway, but I've got two jobs. Not hiring someone because they don't have a tie. It's, yeah, just, it's too so funny. Stupid. i got two jobs in both of them. I wear t-shirts. Yeah, like, but it just, fine. just seems weird. It just seems... I don't understand how anyone can make that judgment. Like if someone walks in and they can make your company 20 billion pounds, but they haven't got a tie on. Yeah. You're going to reject them? No. Yeah. <laughs> if you're just looking to fulfill roles, well, if they don't, maybe it's like if they don't wear a tie, well, that means they're a hippie <laughs> or they're, they're all these kind of weird things. Yeah. You're like, okay, but I just don't understand. I mean, I, I've got, uh, I've, yeah, I don't, I don't understand the need to be that fashionable. No. And when I mean fashionable, I don't mean like looking good. 
I mean, like, you have to adhere to a specific fashion in order to be taken seriously. Mm. And I'd, I'd just rather tell them, yeah, I, I don't like... It's not that I rebel against authority. I just find it stupid. <laughs> so it's just like, whatever, mate. Whatever yeah. you say, okay. Yeah, I think that's the kind of... That's the kind of attitude that would that, that would prefer to work for themselves. Yeah, I, th- I think maybe. I, I I just think people are, that's that's just how people are. Like, well, we've said before. I think if like the podcast is an example because we this is ours, right? But like, if we were to work for someone else to do the same thing, the yeah. moment they would hand us a note, that would be like, oh well, you need to do this. It'd be like, well, now it's now it's stupid. So yeah, now go fuck yourself. Yeah, Bye. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's our own stupidity. But it's how we have to accept it. Yeah. This does do not work well with others. <laughs> <laughs> but in every job interview, I've been like, oh, yeah, I, I work well alone. I'm a, and I'm a team player. Yeah. Like, oh, so yeah. me and These team. aren't two contradicting ideas. <laughs> yeah, I'll just tell you what I know you want to hear because you haven't got that big, like, uh, awareness yeah. about how easy yeah. you are to understand. Yeah. Yeah, especially, I mean, they're, they're, and working in places where people have worked there for years... And they have them, they say they don't like it, but you know they do. Yeah. So many restaurants I've worked at where there's like waiters who've been there for years, for years and years, complaining about it, but they obviously like it, and they obviously, are they obviously, well, they obviously don't want to leave. Yeah. Put it that way, and they're just kind of put up with everything. You'd be like, well, what's? Where are you? Mm. Find yourself, and then figure something out. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I was guilty of the same stuff, just like kind of bouncing around and doing odd jobs here and there. But yeah, there's just a weird, there's that weird feeling where you see somebody, and you know that they're not happy in their job. Mm. So just you can do anything you want. Just go out and do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can just mug people. <laughs> we can promote that. Do what makes you happy. Sponsored by mugging. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we need to sort out some sponsors. All right. Okay. Yeah, even if they're just fun sponsors. All right. We've had food dog, and uh, yeah, they some never kind came back to us. thing. Yeah, I can't remember a lot of them. It was it was the slapdash lawyers. Slap- we, only, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we only had one of those yeah yeah food dog i think food dog returned once maybe yeah i think so i think for saddam hussein yeah I think. <laughs> something like that yeah but yeah need to uh i'm gonna try and figure that out yeah even, yeah because i think it's important for us to get sponsors yeah even if it's just us yeah well it would just be more fun yeah we've yeah. always found adverts funny so <laughs> why not make some funny adverts <laughs> anyway Anyway, uh, in the news this week, uh, not much from me, but we've also got a lot of audience participation that is participation, not perspiration, participation oh. uh, to get through as well, because we've just been so busy that they've kind of started to pile up. But from me, six people aged 62 to 85 have been arrested after police officers went into the woods to watch them having sex. <laughs> <laughs> so- I don't know why the police weren't arresting themselves for watching other people Boyerism. have sex in the woods, yeah. but that's kind of it. The group was arrested in a conservation area. That's why you want to keep everything quiet and conservation, right? Yeah. Don't want it to be spoiled. Yeah, yeah, Fuck yeah. Fuck on it. <laughs> well, the animals are doing it. <laughs> yeah. Which is around 87 acres in size. 87 acres of fucking. <laughs> <laughs> police have said that they found posts online advertising the Grace Richardson Environmental Preserve as somewhere to meet and have sex, according to someone. <laughs> just like a Facebook ad? Yeah. Just Come fucking this fail. Picture on a wall. Yeah. People, are, people came. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, 
uh, officers began a spying operation to snare anyone taking part in lewd activities. A spying operation on the sex club in the field. <laughs> there they are. They allegedly spotted the group of five men and one woman committing a number of breaches of law before moving in. Five a, men and one woman. Yeah. Well, whatever. It's, it's, it's got a lot of ground to cover. <laughs> <laughs> the six now face charges, including public indecency. Sure. Yeah. Not having sex. Uh, breaching the peace. Mm, no. Breaching, at least. <laughs> but I'm not sure. <laughs> Don't call like, her a peace. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. <laughs> breaching the peace. I guess they're having sex loudly in this 87 acre park. Yeah. That's, that's not being that disturbing that many people, surely. That's a cool line for a naturist, though. Like, hey, do you want to go over here and breach, breach the, the peace? <laughs> they were released after promising to appear in court. Well, we promise. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, but are there any are there any uh, like tickets or fines or anything to that effect? <laughs> I don't think like, so. Just just promise you'll come back. Well, they're all they're all between the ages of sixty two and eighty five. Like <sighs> just go like just have fun. Yeah, I mean it'd be it, it, it would be different <laughs> if it was like people at teens and twenties. Yeah, but it's still not like that bad. Yeah, it's oh, be like yeah. people fuck in the woods. It's yeah, fine. I've never yeah. done it. Fear of splinters, but it's mm. fine. <laughs> And gray squirrels. <laughs> I heard once they bite, they don't let go. And that's always been... Uh, <laughs> I think that turned me off. It's like, yeah, mm. it's the same as pit bulls, though. Yeah. Mm. I'd say like people wanting to have sex in cars. I think it's just because they don't fit in most cars. It always seemed just very always uncomfortable been like, to Why me? don't we just go to a hotel? Yeah. Why do you have to have sex in a car? <laughs> <laughs> I'm 6'2". This doesn't work. <laughs> I'm very sorry, but we're going to have to go somewhere more comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> never understood uh the six now face charge uh one member of the group has previously been found walking naked in public we found him there he is <laughs> it's bordered on one side by a road called congress street why are they telling us where it is because to get more traffic so, yeah 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 a lot of ground to cover just trying to triangulate it so maybe the guy writing the article it like is it's, it's a gorilla advert it. yeah 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 <laughs> Sponsored by Sex in a Field. Yeah. And all they have to, all they make you do is promise you'll come back to the court. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They won't mind. Yeah. Especially if people are 62 and above, you'd be like, they should stop having sex in the woods. Yeah. Go, there's retirement homes where lots of fucking must happen. Yeah, you'd imagine so. Do that. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's just, I guess there's a whole hippie dippy Retirement thing. home is like a university dorm, but for like <laughs> the 60 dying. year olds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have fun. You'll be dead soon. Yeah, I can't, I always thought that I'd quite enjoy retirement homes, but as much as I become more and more antisocial, I've been like, I probably just hate everyone who's think, there. No, I, I just, I, you wouldn't. You enjoy it or hate it. You, you'd hate it. Right. Like you, I, the idea of someone coming around every day and telling you what time <laughs> you're allowed to eat soup, like. Yeah, it's fair enough. I'd have a, I still have my my, my bed making machete though. <laughs> So like, oh, what time? It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Concealed within a walking stick. Yeah, well, they're going to give me a life sentence. What, like two years? Yeah. I can do two years. Yeah. <laughs> Probably more fun. Too old prison. to murder again. Yeah. More interesting people. Yeah. You get to, it's a, it's a more, it's, it's, like, it's like taking a gap year, isn't it? Mm. You're too old to go traveling. It's like, go to prison. Go to prison. <laughs> Experience it. Get to know your, the younger generation. Yeah. In other news. NASA is reported to be investigating a claim that an astronaut accessed the bank account of a estranged spouse from the International Space Station in what may be the first allegation of a crime committed in space. (laughs) (laughs) 
So it's a person, space crime. The per- <laughs> this is why we need the space force. Donald Trump is right. <laughs> yeah. So, is it the person in space that's accessed the bank account? Yes. That's kind of impressive. Yeah, they must just have Wi-Fi, kind but, of. Yeah, but it, it's fucking brave, though. It's like, yeah, you can't get me up here, but you know well, where I am. Well, they're kind. They're pleading innocence because it's her ex-partner, right? And I think she's making the claim. I don't know the, too much of the details of it, but she's saying that. Well, I just wanted to make sure that there were funds in it for my family. Okay. Like she's got. They've got kids together, right? And she wanted to make sure that he was looking after them. I guess. Right. So it wasn't malicious. It was just like I just want to. Oh, so it's, check. it's it's it just have been accessing. an old joint bank account. Yeah, right, just looking okay. at it. Oh, Maybe okay. it was an old joint account that they yeah. changed, and she still had the codes to it. Yeah, so it's not like larceny or anything. Like it's yeah, just... but it is a crime in space. <laughs> uh, so going on, Anne McLean, brilliant name for a space <laughs> criminal, acknowledges accessing the account from the ISS, but denies any wrongdoing. Her estranged spouse reportedly filed a complaint. Um, Miss McLean has since returned to Earth. Oh. <laughs> Probably the best line, I think, uh, in any story. Oh, yeah. they returned to Earth, did they? Okay, yeah. good. Just to deal with this. <laughs> it's fine. So you might ask yourself, how does law work in space? Well, there's five national or international space engine and agencies involved in the ISS, which I thought was just like a space station, the International Space Station. Yeah. Or something like that. Maybe it is. From the US, Canada, Japan, Russia, and several European countries. There are five national, and I think some of Europe is a nation, is what they're saying from here. <laughs> and a legal framework sets out the national law that applies to any people and possessions in space. So if you're Canadian and you're on the space station, you have to adhere to Canadian law. Um, it's Does that it mean works. the Americans can smoke weed in there, but Maybe. no one else can? And just not share it with anybody. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sorry, it's against the law. Space law, also space law. <laughs> what are you doing your degree in, Dave? Space, space law. law. <laughs> All right, mate. Have a good one. Space law also sets out provisions for extradition back to Earth. <laughs> so if you commit a crime, then you'll be extradited be sent back. from space. Just. <laughs> they'll build a rocket for you yeah <laughs> go up and get you bring just, you back just jump and aim well <laughs> yeah you've got a court tape bust <laughs> um a space tourism becomes a reality so might they need to prosecute space space crime but for now the legal framework remains untested uh they weren't aware of any crimes committed on the space station so it's the first space criminal mm. Anne mclean yeah <laughs> that's good Anne's close to john <laughs> It is. Mm. And it kind of makes one. It still works just as well as John. Yeah. So that's all good. On to audience participation. Uh, there's been a few of these. Uh, it's, it's hot. And it's been hot for a while. Today's today's all right. Yeah, yesterday's pretty, it's pretty intense. Yesterday's It's died down a little bit since the massive heat wave Monday hate crimes more. episode. Yeah. But yeah, it's still, it's still muggy. Um, and there was a whole thing about... Having sex with ice lollies. Was that was going around? Yeah. Oh, don't insert them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like, there was like people who like for a dare would shove a rocket lolly up their ass. Yeah. And there was doctors saying, you know, people die. Like, (laughs) (laughs) don't do it. Yeah. Like, it's incredibly, incredibly painful. Wouldn't catch on the claim with a rocket up (laughs) their (laughs) ass. Yeah, it's ice, so don't do it. And um. I, that, I saw that whole thing, and there were viral, there were videos being played of people doing it for a dare, and then being in extreme pain. 
And you'd be like, I don't understand why you think this would cool you down. <laughs> I get that it's ice, but just sit in some ice. Yeah. You'd cool down more if you just put it on your forehead. Yeah. Or if you ate it. If you ate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just eat it, mate. It will cool you down at least as much as shoving up your ass. Yeah. But apparently, um, it's also become more popular with women. And doctors are having to tell women uh, to publicize stuff to say, stop putting, stop, ha- stop inserting lollipops into yourself. It's not good. Yeah. And as of, for obvious reasons, like it, uh, the, for, <laughs> I love how the first example they go to is always pH level. That's how, how everything <laughs> comes down to when it comes to women. I think yeah. it's because when you're trying to get pregnant, you have to monitor that and you get like a certain amount of pH level is the best for breeding mm. but i don't think they're trying to make an ice lolly baby no they'll no. affect it sure but if you're doing that then don't have a baby <laughs> you know it's fair enough yeah uh yeah irritation and dermatitis I thought dermatitis was just skin skin issues uh, skin issues yeah i guess yeah derma- dermatologist is someone who yeah. deals with skin and issues derma so derma would be skin epidermis that's hair uh, that's hair isn't it yeah what's your epiglottis I don't know. I think that's the th- something you need back. Oh, is that, is that the little dangly thing? Maybe. Right. I think it was from The Simpsons. I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah, your epidermis is showing. Yeah. Smash. That means you have. <laughs> and he fell <laughs> off the treehouse. Uh, there are many things that should never go near a vagina, and ice lollies are up there, said Welsh. <laughs> I'm assuming that's <laughs> we'll someone. Take them out. The ice can stick to the skin and cause real trauma and damage. Yeah. Yeah. Like ice Again, does. Yeah. It's just don't do that. Yeah. Eat it. <laughs> everything that you want will happen if you eat it if that's you know they'll have the same effect it'll just be less traumatic yeah i think this is up there on a list of things that you don't want to have to teach your daughter but you should like maybe you don't want to have to you don't want to have to teach them by example see like this (laughs) is why you shouldn't oh right yeah (laughs) Yeah. i was i was feeling a bit a bit heated so yeah decided to have sex with a feast yeah, <laughs> I used to love a jagged feast. nuts mint. Yeah. yeah, mint's never a good thing. It is a nice lollies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in a person, if someone smelt of mint, I wouldn't trust them. No, it's not considered a scent. It's a bit that... minty. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. Uh, in other news, uh, right, we're on to audience participation now, and there's a lot of this. Science. Science. Is it actually science this time? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's lots of things fall under the bracket of science. Yeah. Um, Specific question uh, that I've done some research on. Any thoughts on the campaign against sex robots? No. You have no thoughts? Oh, right. Do I have... Yeah. People are saying that sex robots are uh, objectifying women. We've covered it briefly. But yeah, there's a, there's a whole campaign of it. The only thing that I will say about They're this... They're just feeling threatened. Fuck them. Well, again, it's that, this, is what, this is what led to people blame, looking for something to blame. Yeah. It's like these robots. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah, but they're, they're going to make women... Uh, they're going to increase the beauty standards of women. Are they? No, they're not. Are, they, are you sure? No. Why, do you th- why do you think this? Well, think about it. I have. What do you think's going to happen? How many people who are fucking a robot wouldn't yeah. rather be fucking a person? And then even if that was the case, if you, are you saying that women are going to be desperate? I guess they're saying that the apocalyptic feeling of women wanting to procreate and being unable to 
because men are fucking plugs. Uh, no, I'm, I don't think that's ever going to happen. No, this is bollocks, and it, it's absolute <laughs> horseshit. Like they, and it's weird how like the shoes on the other foot now after they've been saying for years like, oh, we don't meet, need men anymore after all the fucking sperm donations. We've got all of the yeah. stuff that we need to carry on the race. It's like fine, we'll go fuck a machine then. <laughs> and then you go, well, then is that that's a good thing, right? I mean, yeah. if you are able to select, I mean, I think to become a sperm donor, you have to pass and test. Would you rather? Be harassed by a guy that you don't want to fuck, mm. or would you rather him be at home fucking his washing machine? <laughs> but just, I think it's, I think people, the problem is people don't really understand a lot. They don't, they're not very open and they're not very experienced with a lot of life in general, but sex is always the weird one that people get freaked out by. And you go, I think people just don't understand the difference between sex and making love and sex <laughs> and, and like procreating and starting a family. That is a big yeah. difference there. Yeah. And you go, right, well, to put it this way, if your parents' marriage could be saved by a sex robot, would you want them to do that? Yeah. Or would you rather them have a potentially bad divorce, a potentially bad, lonely solo life? Yeah. You go, well, maybe a sex robot would solve this. Okay. Bring in the sex robot. Mm. Uh, and they bring in. But the campaign against sex robots is a genuine company or a movement and uh, believed um, there's some of this under their chapter on ethics of robotics they said we believe in the benefits of robots and technologies to our society and human cultures but want to ensure that robotics develops ethically and that we do not reproduce inequalities with their development that could further reinforce disturbing human lived experiences so they want robots to be equal i believe uh, whilst also not being equal we're not proposing to extend rights to robots we do not see robots as conscious entities we propose instead that robots are a product of a human consciousness and creativity and human power relationships are reflected in the production human power relationships in production design and proposed uses of these robots as a result we oppose any efforts to develop robots that will contribute to gender inequalities in society fuck off that's what I mean like, you're just looking for someone to blame yeah. are you saying that the robots that could potentially rule the world and destroy us all they might actually be what gender will they be yeah you know what? what is it going to produce gender inequality in some way or is it just going to change humanity it's uh... stuff like self-driving trucks and stuff that's a big thing in America at the moment yeah. is automated labour there's a lot of fear about automation with robots and you go like well it's a good thing yeah. It's just change, and people need to see yeah, how they can like, change. We've gone through this before with the industrial with the T one thousand, and like a lot of people lost their jobs then. But but we 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 now have different jobs. Yeah, for the betterment of yeah, society, because we don't have to do that crap anymore. Yeah, and it's not even a case of uh, there was a whole negative thing of learn to code because that's the future or whatever, and that became an, a banned term on Twitter eight months ago. But it's just like, yeah, change will happen. You can see that or nothing changes. What do you want? Well, there's road deaths every year. How about we solve all the road deaths? I yeah. can't remember whether I went into it last week, but uh, I, had a, I had a thought about, um, you know, there's this whole thing about there's too many shootings in America and how are they going to solve it? Yeah. It's been widely known for a long time that if the news stops reporting on it in a in a compassionate oh, yeah. way, yeah. Then, then it would stop it. it would... So it's before they get to the extreme of how are they going to take my guns away? Just be like, oi, Fox, stop publishing uh, manifestos. Yeah. It will save lives. It yeah. will mean that they won't need to be as much gun control. 
Why don't you just do that instead of, well, is it a semi-automatic this, or is it an assault this, rifle? The is same it this, goes for all of them. Like, all of yeah. the fucking companies are just as bad. But to be fair, I did I did look into it. I tried to find the the uh, one of the most recent manifestos and it was quite difficult to do. So I think they have tapered down a, a little bit, but they're still showing photos of the shooting happening. Yeah, and who's that to benefit you're for? You're still making them infamous. Yeah. Like, I mean, there was one, was the two pictures of one of the gunmen walking in with a rifle and ear defenders on. Yeah. And I think anybody think who would want to do that would be like, that's amazing. I want to do that. Yeah. So you go like, just stop it. And people, yeah. less less mass shootings will occur. Yeah. Like the, the people have been telling you for years and still you do it. Yeah. And you go like, well, instead of, before you get to, yeah, if the whole take your guns away thing is this whole big, horrible thing, mm. just start telling the news companies to yeah. stop getting people killed. Weirdly, like, I, I think the first outfit that actually stopped publicising um, was um, uh, the Daily Wire, uh, Ben Shapiro's right. thing. Like, they they made a big stand, um, I think it was around about, actually, I, I can't remember which shooting yeah. it was. There have been so fucking many of them. I think the BBC um, was always quite good on it during the IRA stuff that was going on in like the 70s. Oh, I, I don't know. I think there was there was a definite difference between... They weren't being glorified car bombings or anything like mm. that. And yeah. it's just like, yeah, it just seems like a weird thing that people just kind of forgot about. You go, no, if you, just stop glorifying them. Yeah. Stop promoting them like they were a film yeah. or a theme park and then maybe it'll happen less. And it's yeah. like, no, actually, they're going to take our guns away. It's like, well, only if the news... Oh, you can't control the news. Well, yeah, they shouldn't be able to be restricted in what they say, but they have to take responsibility for what they say, right? Mm. And if that responsibility means more more children will die, hey, if you're happy with that, yeah. you're allowed to be judged for that. Yeah. It's kind of a weird thing. Uh, I don't, uh, but I don't yeah, in, don't make your robots create gender inequality. Right. How many, um, how, how many women over the years who've bought vibrators have bought one that is both that that bought a realistic one that is of average male genitalia size i'd have to ask (laughs) yeah yeah, go and consult but the chances are they haven't the chances are they've bought one that is the ideal size for them or Mm. that is quite substantially larger than the average average size is that not doing the same thing like yeah in the by their definition it is but it's just it's just another app well, that's you the know thing. what I mean? You're I like, don't there'll care. There'll be robot people, robot like, things. Yeah. That you'll get for your house. That like what they got. They've already got robots that fucking clean your house floor. Yeah. Drive around and like pick up stuff. And there's things that help your plants grow by moving it into sunlight more. All these little robotic inventions that will happen. And having sex with it is probably just another feature they'll add. Yeah. Like if you if you're, gonna, you're probably going to pay a huge amount of money for a, a domesticated robot that does all your chores for you. Yeah. And then what you should pay an, an extra ten percent for a fuckhole. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it, there's a difference between sex and the, <laughs> just, the, and the mechanic. Anytime you order anything, it's just a little checkbox. It's like <laughs> fuckhole. <laughs> a little paperclip pops up. <laughs> Did you forget to request a fuckhole for this thing? I've done a count. There's no, only four. No, there's no. only four fuckholes in your house. <laughs> what if you get bored? I've got one in each room. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> Can I have too many fuckholes? <laughs> so yeah, I guess the diff- what's the difference between a robot and a sex robot? Apart from the obvious that you can fuck it, it's probably not. It's not as big a deal as people think. <laughs> no. People just get used to it. It's yeah. that. Whole, it's the same argument you could argue for porn being allowed on phones. 
yeah. you go like you used to have to go and buy it in a shop or find it in the woods. Now, yeah, now you can just get it on your phone. I mean, is that not the same thing? It's just more ease of access. Mm. You go, oh, maybe that's warped everything. Well, maybe it's warped everything. Maybe it's changed things. Yeah, but it's happened. So you just have to kind of accept the good with the bad. Wi-Fi is great for phones. It's changed the world. Yes, yeah. there's porn, and probably most of it is porn. But <laughs> the small parts that aren't porn are very good. Yeah, and that came from space. So maybe it was Anne McLean's plot all porn along. Porn from space. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was a whole thing. Is the iPhone wouldn't exist without the Apollo missions. Something like that. I have no idea. Yeah, I think Neil deGrasse Tyson talked about it. He was saying how how do you get these technological innovations? It's because of extreme scientific exploration, where it's like, oh yeah, how yeah. are we going to get into space? How are we going to get this into space? Well, yeah. we have to make it smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make it work, and then that translates to phones. Like humanity reaps the benefits of the byproducts of the things that they've yeah. done for these big. Missions. Yeah, so yeah. stuff like Wi-Fi probably came from. We need something to communicate to space yeah. stations like, like radio. Waves, GPS wouldn't stuff. exist without military. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that jazz. Yeah. Anyway, um, in in other science news, robots and racism. A study conducted <laughs> by the Human Interface Technology Laboratory in New Zealand, Hit Lab New Zealand, like a radio station. <laughs> And published by the country's University of Canterbury suggests people perceive physically human-like robots to have a race and therefore apply racial stereotypes to white and black robots. So if there's a robot with black skin, there's more racism going to be targeted at it with people who are racist against black people. This is something that we need to figure out. This is what this basically is saying. The colours have been found to trigger social cues that determine how humans react to and behave toward other people and also robots. Uh, the bias against black robots is a, is a result of bias against African Americans. Lead researcher oh, Christoph not this crap again. It is amazing to see how many people who had no prior interaction with robots show racial bias towards them. They did an experiment. Oh, I, I just remember what the experiment was. I need to read that out word for word. Uh, the robots used in the study are clearly robots, but have human-like limbs and a head with exterior complexions that are white, which is to say pinkish or black, or really a deep brown. In the shooter bias test, black and what? white people appeared uh, appeared, and robots appeared on a screen for less than a second, and participants were told to shoot them if they were holding a weapon. What a great way to test racism. What? Here's a gun. <laughs> <laughs> An image is going to pop up. If that image has a gun, shoot it, and it'll be up for a second. And they're That's basically ridiculous. Saying, <laughs> Guns like are black. Do science. Guns are black. You f- if you if there's a load of white robots <laughs> that aren't holding a gun, and then suddenly a black robot shows up, you're looking for black. <laughs> like this is ridiculous. But the, the the test showed that more black people without guns were shot than more than white robots without guns. Like right, and it's just like oh, that is yeah. They're like, oh, that's I love that as a scientific. You're matching test. color and shape. You're not <laughs> it's just testing theories with assault rifles. <laughs> Climate change. Where do we land? All right. Well, if you see a sun, shoot it. What? <laughs> Science. Uh, run a simple Google image search on the term robot, and you won't see a lot of color, as pointed out in the study. These ro- most robots are white, is what they're complaining about. Right. You go, okay, I'm, I'd argue why make robots skin anyway. I can understand that it could be good for some, like, some people might feel more comfortable around them. But we'll integrate. Phones don't look like people. We talk yeah. to them every day. Just have it without skin. It'd be fine. Oh, but what about the colour of the gears? 
It's okay. It doesn't. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Like every. And again, you're trying to cater to racists. Yeah. Like they're <laughs> racists. <laughs> Turn the fuck off. Every, every every bit of like recording kit that I've got is black. I don't Racist. perceive it as black. <laughs> like it's it's just that's the color it is. Like if there's a, if the, you get design trends and all kinds of stuff where like for for like ten years an iPod will be white and yeah. now they're all black. Like it it's just it's how it, it's trends. It doesn't mean anything. But it's also just stupidity. I mean, human shaped robots. This is what the article says should represent the diversity of humans. Why they're robots? Uh, imagine a world in which all Barbie dolls are white. All Barbies are white. I mean, there's Barbie subcategories where they're not Barbie. They're just owned by Barbie. Yeah. And there's like Barbie's friend, Deborah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or something yeah. like Who's, that. Yeah, but because when you Barbie, say the Barbie, character, is white. Yeah, when you say Barbie, you think of the Barbie doll that's white. Yeah. You don't think, oh, what? You mean Deborah? No, I mean Barbie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Barbies are white. And yeah, there's a whole thing about if every, like there's this whole thing about, you know, what race should barbie dolls be and there should be equal representation or statistical representation of all this kind of stuff but you just go i just don't think i think you're tackling like the lowest problem on this pyramid i think like in terms of robots how about we build the robots first and then figure out if everyone's a racist why don't why is why are we trying to what's your argument before we start developing uh colored robots of robots of any color that we need to first of all answer the philosophical question about what do we do with the racists <laughs> so it's a separate issue you're yeah. adding you're looking for something to be angry about yeah and you're just choosing robots stop having sex with that's that for a robot's got too many fuckholes <laughs> you know, this robot's this robot's filipino yeah yeah <laughs> all right. you're the one with the issue here yeah you're creating the issue within yourself <sighs> just seems daft um i've got a few more we can quickly go through some of these oh yes i've mentioned this ages ago but there's been an update there was a thing about um what do they call it when a a professor publishes a paper there's a whole system of academia regards to that that then becomes their it becomes recognized in the academic world as a genuine study. Oh, like peer-reviewed or something. Yeah, I think it's peer-reviewed. And it's uh, there was uh, these, these, these uh, group of people who, said, who believed that the whole thing was incredibly ridiculous and biased. Oh, right, yeah. So they sent a bunch of bollocks to them yeah. that were like, had the right buzzwords in them. Yeah. And argued against, uh, argued with certain political beliefs, mm. and they all got passed, or yeah. most of them got passed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been an update. Um, he's now been like fired for questionable behaviour and questioning yeah, ethics. And I just want to, just want to be clear. They were, they were proving the point of this whole system is ridiculous. Yeah. To the point where they sent the Mein Kampf. Yeah. Just with some words changed, but Mein Kampf <laughs> was sent to them, and they said. This is and they they replaced Jews with white males, right? Uh, Essentially, from memory, right. yeah, that's yeah, basically yeah. what they did. Any mention of Jew, they replaced with white males, and they sent it to them, and they went, "Yep, this is now officially peer reviewed. Yeah, this is excellent." Their from their most famous one was dog park rape yes, culture. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, where I th- was it? People wanted they they were claiming that people kept on wanting to have sex with their dogs, or the dogs wanted you know the, how was, they treated each other. It was and to do park. with how the dogs treated each other and right. how the yeah how the, how the 
the the male dogs were dominant over the f- female yeah. dogs, and they were and saying how that's related to forced human themselves culture. onto yeah, yeah, and it's just and that they they were putting it through knowing that this is nonsense, and it's just like these idiots are going to accept this because yeah. they don't think or look into this. Their ju- their point was these people just want to get more documents that agree with their political beliefs yeah so that is wrote loads of uh, social justice warrior yeah it's it's all, all the humanities it's yeah just gone it was to, just meant to do that gone to shit uh peter bogosian made headlines in 2018 after he and two other researchers set out to prove a point with the integrity of peer-reviewed academic publications uh after seven of the team's fake submissions were accepted and published a campus reform investigation led the publisher of the infamous Portland Dog Park Rape Culture article to question the origins of the submission. This ultimately revealed the article as part of a larger effort by Bogosian and his team to demonstrate the inadequacies, inadequacies of these publications. He's yeah, you believe he's been fired. He's been uh, well, he's been told that he's not allowed to. He said, "I was doing a study on human on human beings. Yeah, I was testing human uh, uh, like a test subject, mm. and they said, well, you can't do that without informed consent.'" I said, well, then that did the whole argument about whether or not you can test people who know that they're being tested. And yeah, they were saying that, yeah, informed consent from the individuals reviewing his hoax articles in order for his actions to have been considered ethical. Okay, fair enough. I wasn't doing a test. You're all just fucking morons. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I believe in this dog park rape culture and you agree with it too. Yeah. So what's the problem? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's barred from conducting any human subject related research as well as any university sponsored research. So he's not allowed to be a researcher anymore because they found out that he'd been making fun of them, basically. Yeah, he's not allowed to be a researcher anymore because his research proved a point. <laughs> but I just, yeah, yeah. And, and it's just, well, the big, again, the bigger question here is not that somebody sent you stupid material it's that you read Mein Kampf and you said it was a great idea (laughs) that's the real issue why isn't that guy fired (laughs) that's the actual problem you just don't like that somebody sent you a book that you love yeah you love Mein Kampf so much you want to accept it as peer review yeah just and all your friends did too And now that's part of your library. Yeah. And and stamped with your rubber stamp of approval. Yeah. And you love dog rape. So what's the <laughs> what's the deal? Isn't that the real issue? People just looking to be angry at stuff. Yeah. Okay, and lastly, there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of similar stuff here. Mm-hmm. A paper, no, no robots and no mine camp. No fuck holes? I don't think so. <laughs> A paper currently being promoted by a New York university calls on society consider the rampant sexual exploitation of dairy cows, dairy cows, moo moo, those kind of cows, okay. by the milk industry in order to fully fight gendered oppression. So cow gender rights are now being fought for. And you go, again, it might be a worthwhile endeavor. You're trying to better understand societal structures and how we treat the world. But you're kind of targeting the lowest form of the pyramid here. Yeah. There's so many more things going on. Yeah. And you're arguing for cow gender. Okay. All fair right. enough. If you want to do that, go for it. That's fine. But you don't want milk. I understand. <laughs> Specifically, the author compares cattle insemination Probably to rape. fucking vegan anyway. Of course, to rape. And milking of cows to sexual abuse. I don't know much about cows, but I know that if you don't milk them, they get very uncomfortable. Yeah, well, they, like, as in you have to milk them, otherwise they get 
that. I mean, and maybe there's well, a thing ha- where that is maybe that's man-made, as in yeah, they're constantly there pregnant. Is, there are automated milking machines now, if you can afford them, where the cow voluntarily enters it when it's feeling uncomfortable and the machine milks it and it leaves again. Yeah, that's it, still sexual exploitation. No, it isn't. Well... This is what it says. Published piece aims at discussing the sexual exploitation of non-human bodies, specifically dairy cows. The author notes that as a vegan and animal rights activist... fucking vegan! She feels compelled to reveal the feminist aspects of animal agriculture. A topic, she says, is unfortunately under-researched. But it is nonetheless important because the same way women's health has been at stake for years, a dairy cow's reproductive system has been poked and prodded. Just where's the? It's just it's just why this? Why is this? Why 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 is this? The is there an epidemic? Is there a big? Is because this there's a genuine big problem. It makes a bit more sense. But why have you chosen dairy cows as opposed to dairy goats? Yeah, I mean, is that not the same? Maybe maybe you don't care about goats. Maybe you do care about goats, but cows are more popular and get yeah. more clicks. I don't I mean, know. Yeah, probably. But like the the trouble now is that cows are at a point where they are completely bred. By people like mm. they are so far removed from their ancestry that these things have to happen. Yeah. Like, so what do you want? Wait, what? Did you, should we just kill them all? <laughs> <laughs> it's a, again, it's just another GCSE paper where you go like, if you're in a student in, in, in secondary school, yeah, this would make an interesting paper for your one of your classes, whatever mm. class it is, biology. Or whatever, but it'd be like, put that on LinkedIn, see what happens. (laughs) I don't know. According to the publication, the dairy industry is a host for sex-based discrimination. I mean, they're cows. Uh, You can't talk (laughs) about them on human terms. I mean, you can, people do milk male cows, but for different reasons. Yeah. Uh, I don't understand what it is you want. Sites where sexual assault and objectification based on biological makeup are highly prevalent but ignored as we choose to neglect non-humans with whom we share a planet. Well, that's just douche level 11. (laughs) (laughs) Just turn the douchebag up to 11 there. Uh, You know, we do share a planet with them. Yeah, we share Mm. a planet with everyone except for Anne McLean, who's made our own own criminal spaceport up up in space. (laughs) The paper argues in order to fully fight gendered oppression, society must address the plight of dairy cows. Okay. Bollocks. Have Bollocks. fun. Have fun. I'm sorry, but the way that you treat the way that people treat animals has never altered the way that they treat women. Yeah, yeah. Farmer doesn't accidentally milk his wife. No. Yeah. Or like oh, I've been doing this for cows, and I have to do this. Maybe they do. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but I would be surprised. Uh, I. It's just. Uh... Yeah, uh, and then she goes on to more stuff about she's point. Uh, the piece begins by first attacking the wildly contest, widely contested notion that cow's milk is even at all beneficial for humans. I mean, it is. Yeah, people drink it and they don't die. Yeah, yeah, you can be allergic to it. I've noticed that I've become less tolerant of milk. I'll feel weird and different after milk now. Yeah, but I don't die. It's, you know, it's I, it, I'm, it's it's food. You get nutrition from it. Pointing to the government-funded Got Milk campaign. So just, just, just so much. Just, How old is that? It was in it was in early seasons of The Simpsons, and that's what nineties, yeah. eighties. Yeah, references to the eighties, probably. Yeah, yeah, just. Jesus Christ. Fair enough. If your fight is... Go- I'm all for... The, 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 their argument is there shouldn't be gender-based oppression. And you go, okay. 
But you go, well, if the way to solve that is to first of all solve the dairy milk crisis, you go like, is there is gender oppression not urgent enough for you that you should start targeting it in the human world? Yeah. Solve it in the human world, if you believe there's a problem, and then move on to bovines. Yeah. You know? The thing is, if, the if you take a stance of it as being animal cruelty, I'm more likely to take you seriously. Yeah. Because I can at least understand the context from which you're saying that. Yeah, but if like, there was... Facts argue, about cows don't want to be milked. You, yeah. If that was the case, then yeah, you'd have a point. But but like to argue from from the from the standpoint of a human invention. Yeah. Like gender. Like we we invented that concept. Mm. Like that discussion. That's ours. Yeah. Didn't exist before us, and and it, it, like no other species has anything like like th- this kind of level of communication. Yeah. Like. Just a weird. It's just. What, it's, it's just th- in you your mind. This is the biggest problem. Yeah, okay? you Fair can't enough. impose these philosophies on a species that does not understand you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think there was. There, oh, sorry, there was a little bit in here actually about this. Uh, they are still subjects to sex, sex-based discrimination and violence, despite their voices not being always lifted or comprehensible. So this, we're talking for the cows that can't talk back. <laughs> Moo. Oh. <laughs> Oppression, you say? Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Moo. Moo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's just it's just one of those things where, uh, yeah, it just feels misguided and looking for something to blame. Whatever it is. It doesn't matter what it is. The real problem is dairy. Okay. That's your big problem. Okay. Yeah. Tackle that. See how it goes. I'm all for change and exploration. Yeah, see, that's another thing. Maybe they're just, maybe they're just like hardcore vegan wankers trying to like pull a different sect of people onto their train be like you yeah. can help me with the cow problem well just it's just everyone trying to have a unique idea yeah and being like oh it was my revolutionary idea that first of all we should help the cows before we help yeah. the people yeah okay it's just because no. they're the same okay fair enough you're not but, special yeah. either just yeah just i don't know whether i'm just getting older it's just like this is just pointless mm. you're you're doing your thing good yeah. luck to you yeah fun but I don't. But I don't agree with you. But hey, go for it. Enjoy. Yeah. Very sorry that no one's paying attention to your fuckhole. <laughs> anyway, that's me for this week. All right. Um, I should have been more prepared. Uh... Steve's collection of useless meanderings. Scum. 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 Uh, NASA once raided a Denny's. Uh, as- <laughs> As part of a sting operation to bust a 75-year-old woman for possessing and attempting to sell a moon rock the size of a grain of rice. <laughs> well, it's fair enough. You've got to track their moon rocks. A NASA are like a, an enforcement agency? Like a, I think they're the Navy. Right, okay. So they can do like sting operations. Y- yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Come out, this is the NASA. Navy. They're either the Navy or what? the Air Force. Yeah. <laughs> She's got the moon. <laughs> oh, it's, pretty, yeah. it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. I guess it's... grabbed rocks from the moon and people are smuggling them out and giving them to earthlings. Yeah. Do you want a bit of a moon? It's just so small. <laughs> but like, I there's, there are like, there is quite a lot of moon rock, isn't there? Well, it depends. I imagine they're probably testing stuff on it and, you know. Not it's still government property, yeah, or the church's property. We own that greater right it's within that bishopric or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a small amount of rock. Yeah, that's a point. It belongs to the Catholics. There you Maybe go. she's Catholic. Maybe they blessed it. 
Mm. They baptised it. Baptism by moon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Dogs have musical tastes. Uh, The uh, the S... Heavy metal dog. (laughs) The uh, SPCA, which is the RSPCA, but it's for uh, Scotland. Oh, okay. Um, And the University of Glasgow monitored dogs' heart rates while playing different kinds of music and found that most dogs prefer reggae and soft rock. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, prefer? I mean, it's reacting to beats. Each individual dog also has its own preferences. So, okay. But on the whole, it's a a reggae, soft rock kind of thing. Soft rock. What would soft rock be? Evanescence? Is that soft? I have no idea. Probably. Well, that was more gothic in quotes. I think you're more likely like Iron Maiden threw bottles at them. Not fans of Iron Maiden, sorry. Iron Maiden didn't do that. But she opened for Iron Maiden once and the whole crowd just threw bottles at her. That's a shame. She's a very good singer. Too soft rock. Yeah. I I would think of more like maybe Eric Clapton. Yeah. Like, I think soft soft rock almost feels like an insulting term now. (laughs) Yeah. They sing about stuff that isn't as and they're not doing it as intensely as the thing they're singing about or like yeah. the white room or like cocaine and this yeah. is like a song about cocaine that's like pretty slow mm. it's cool. a bit slow for cocaine yeah <laughs> yeah um acoustic rock <laughs> in the philippines for uh a price of roughly 350 pounds you can purchase a death kit oh uh, which are made up of documents that prove your death <laughs> <laughs> The process. I'm dead. <laughs> Prove it. There you go. There you go. <laughs> the process involves obtaining a fake death certificate and buying an unclaimed corpse from one of the many morgues across the Philippines. Oh, that's nice. Another place where you can buy a corpse. We covered this. <laughs> yeah, detonating ago. people. Yeah. Yeah. Buy a corpse. Yeah, 350 quid. Three, from the Philippines, it's 350 quid. Mm. Your people wanted like two grand. Yeah, it was like three grand. It's a much I better think. deal. Yeah. I don't know how much shipping it paid. 500 quid for a head. In the Philippines? Something like that. 500 quid for a head. Something like that. Yeah. I think the head was cheaper than the arms, which I found questionable. Mm. But yeah. Yeah, everyone go to the Philippines. Yeah. Buy some corpses. Yeah. Prove your death to your family. Selling your corpse. Well, I can't imagine it's willing. No. I mean, they're unclaimed just... corpses in the morgues. Right. That, those are the ones that they sell. So there'll be people that have just like... Like this... Uh, I I read something the other week that said that, like about the number. Who's of... going to claim their own corpse? <laughs> well, it's it's people who've died and have no yeah. friends or family or anything, and like the <laughs> the amount of them that are in uh, that that are in the states is like unreal, and it's either no friends or family, or um, family just doesn't want to pay for the funeral. <laughs> so they, they don't... don't want to claim that. Uh, do you claim this dead body? No, <laughs> <laughs> but it's your dead. Well, like, if you're, if you're broke and someone you know dies, yeah, like someone that's related to you, you're responsible for the cost. Yeah, but, like, to claim it implies that that corpse is then your property or your responsibility. And you kind of go, I guess it would be your responsibility, right? If somebody yeah. died in your house and you left it there, like we've read on many news articles, then, yeah, you were you should have been more responsible and you should have dealt with the situation. But to claim it, as in, like, I cl- I put a flag in it, it's mine. So, all right, it's a weird thing to do with the dead, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> claim your cl- cl- claim your grief. Mm. Oh, yeah. I want to claim this body. D- <laughs> Seems weird. Yeah. 
Um, does that mean that if like your if someone you know dies under horrific circumstances and you don't want that to tarnish their reputation, you can just not claim them and therefore they died but they've disappeared as well? That's the thing. What is that person missing? Well, if somebody knows who they are, then they would be identified. But they have to be claimed. You can't. They they could just go. We found your uncle. He died in a uh, having sex in the woods. Oh uh, no, we don't want that. Um, so no, we don't want it. Well, I think you're. Okay. I, I think you're allowed to kind of hide the cause of death, for, not from the authorities, but like from the public. <laughs> you don't have to publicize it. Yeah, but if they don't claim it, then you know, yeah, you, you don't. You don't even have to do that, and it's cheaper. Mm. Claim the body of the deceased. <laughs> Seems weird. But mm. hey, for, for tourism, must be doing wonders. Well, people going to the Philippines, a cheap death. Yeah, yeah. I suppose. Well, what? What? Is... If you faked your own death, what would you do? What do you I'd, mean? Well, if I was if I was fake my own death, I'd always do what I think he does in. Uh, 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 was it? Oh my God, Raw Deal, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger film. He okay. drives a motorbike into a petrol station and blows the whole thing up. Yeah, you need to make so sure that. there's going to be absolutely no trace. Yeah, it, or it's it's reasonable that there be no trace. Yeah, I'd do that, and then I'd probably move to Austria. Yeah, you know what I mean, it's a bit different, <laughs> bit weird. Seems seems the same. Would you stay in England if you faked your own death? No, no, nah. no. Why? Why? Go abroad. The, the world's your oyster. The world is your fuckhole. <laughs> yeah, at that point, yeah. <laughs> stay in Austria until the fuckhole's coming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in ancient Rome, famous gladiators endorsed products just like modern <laughs> athletes do. <laughs> Some of the endorsements have survived in ancient paintings. <laughs> Sprite. <laughs> when yeah. I'm after whenever I kill a tiger that's been starved for seven days, I always like to know that my perspiration is under control. Yeah. <laughs> I use right guard. <laughs> yeah, just like sponsorship like fucking gladiators that look like NASCAR racers. Just with like <laughs> Gillette all across yeah. their chest and yeah. <laughs> Like, uh, well, uh, look, uh, look. You need the sponsors need more blood, so you're gonna have to go down in the fourth if yeah. you want to keep your sponsorship deals. <laughs> what against elephants? <laughs> <laughs> you want me to lose to elephants? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we'll keep on sponsoring. Yeah, fact. I'll be uh, dead, right? Yeah, but you know, yeah, but, family. You know, yeah, someone will your claim f- your corpse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, it says that the uh, the makers of the film Gladiator downplayed it on the assumption that we'd find it somewhat unbelievable. <laughs> but it's like I'd have yeah, been interested. You know, Coca Cola was around. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> father of a murdered son, <laughs> sponsored by Coca Cola. <laughs> yeah, father of a of a murdered son. Uh, you know, dry patches. <laughs> armpit sweat of a, of a behemoth but Riker <laughs> well, what would they sponsor they would sponsor swords I imagine yeah like it would be Armor. like weaponry and stuff like that I guess not like maybe food maybe, maybe Ted the local blacksmith <laughs> like, <laughs> like he sponsors like their local five aside and Gregor the Magnificent <laughs> <laughs> big thumbs up <laughs> Yeah, I can understand them being like, oh, uh, this gladiator ate here once, you know, something like that. Yeah. Get like a, well, there's a famous, uh, there's like, there's loads of things in LA and New York that have got like pictures of 
actors and that that have been in their establishment. I'd imagine you could also have like the head of Cassius placed <laughs> <laughs> yeah. on the site. Oh yeah, <laughs> but heads outside this. Ho- what was that? Heads outside the Houses of Parliament. That was a whole big thing at school. Like in the 1800s, Oliver... Cromwell? Maybe. Something to do with that. Around that area. Oh, that was... Someone um, led a revolt, and it yeah, failed or passed, was... and so they beheaded everyone and put their heads on spikes. That was... Um, yeah, it was Oliver Crom- Cromwell and King Charles, Something I believe. Like. I think Oliver Cromwell ousted King Charles because he essentially bankrupted the crown. Right. Like, he, sp- he was just far too lavish and spent far too much money. He was a romantic. Um... <laughs> And Oliver Cromwell came in and cancelled Christmas, like literally. Oh, did everyone put their heads on spike? I think his head was on a spike as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, eventually, when he got ousted, they executed all the all the people that ousted the previous king. I think (laughs) Um, they want they like symmetry. I think there's two there's heads on spikes on two sides of a road or something. Yeah, and oh, we've got heads on spikes on here, but what we need is more heads on spikes over here. (laughs) Let's oust that Ollie guy. Yeah, (laughs) you'll Uh, find it ironic. Um, and finally, uh, a modern art critic was asked to review some of Adolf Hitler's paintings without being told who painted them. <laughs> he judged them to be quite good, while also stating that the artist's depiction of human figures in the paintings <laughs> revealed a profound disinterest in people. <laughs> well, yeah. You might not like people very much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird, isn't it, that you can tell? And I fully believe that you can. Oh, yeah, with the way that you express yourself. Yeah, everything. just yeah. how much effort you put into certain aspects yeah. reveals a part of your personality. Yeah, I think if you can't read someone's art, but if if you can't read a person by the art that they produce, then they're not producing something genuine. Well, it's different things. I mean, uh, you posted recently, actually, that I bothered to read oh, right. about um, stuff like videographers, not not all videographers are suitable to all jobs. Yeah. There needs to be a certain amount of chemistry between the videographer and the person who wants right. a videographer yeah. to get yeah. the right feel for the video that they want to make. Yeah, yeah. And you probably get that with a lot of stuff and there's probably, there are artists. I mean, we were talking about uh, that Country Road song. This That song obviously clicks with some people. Yeah. It, it vehemently, vehemently, whatever, how you pronounce that word? Yeah. Vehemently. Vehemently. Uh, disagrees with me, but there's loads of songs that really agree with me and I relax to that are very violent <laughs> and people get very uncomfortable around. And you go like, no, it's just, I just genuinely calms me down. It's just, yeah. uh, it's just how my brain works. Mm. So yeah, the, you can connect with different things, different gladiatorial sponsors, <laughs> you know, all that, kind of, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I kind of get the impression that I've forgotten. I've completely forgotten what we were talking about. How did uh, this start? At, well, telling, uh, being able to read someone by their art. Oh, yeah, Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think um, uh, someone can look into a, an art piece and not get it. And doesn't mean the art piece is like not good. Just be like, oh, it just doesn't work. It doesn't groove with that person. So, um, but yeah, it's interesting that this yeah. is always interesting what you can see gleam from somebody. Yeah. It's like, uh, like I... I don't understand art like drawn art to mm. the level where I can look at something in it and and understand it at a at a level where I'm so moved that I would like start crying or like oh. have that emotional response that I would have to maybe a song or a film or something like that. Oh, Daredevil. 
Did you watch the Daredevil series? Uh, no. It's well worth a watch. Yeah. It's yeah. It, that's my favorite Marvel Universe series. Very good. Yeah. Um, and uh, oh my god, what's his name? Uh, the penguin, not the penguin. The Marvel penguin guy. Yeah. Will Wilson Fisk. There you okay. go. He's amazing. Yeah. It's been cancelled now, but in all three seasons, Wilson Fisk is amazing. Right. Um, and he's got a whole thing where he gets transfixed by a painting mm. and explores all that kind of stuff. And it's, yeah, it's very good. Okay. I, just, I, have, I haven't experienced it myself either. Yeah. But I can imagine seeing something that just clicks with something within your psyche. Whether it's some, I mean, uh, for example, I grew up in America. Mm. Uh, I say grew up, I think to the age of like five. Yeah. That I came over here. When I see images of stuff where I grew up, or areas near, like Kindergarten Cop happens in Oregon, yeah. which is similar to where I grew up. Um, just like the car that was being driven, the area it was driving through, had some has some kind of imagery connection with me that I associate, that brings, it, it elicits a feeling of nostalgia, yeah. even though I was like five years old. Yeah. So I think uh, if you see a certain image, I think it can bring back, I mean, stuff like your the home you grew up in. If you yeah. saw a picture of that, or you walk in there. Again, I, th- I think a photograph is... You. A, f- a photograph yeah. is a different thing. I'm I like, I, but like a completely sort of fictional piece, like a yeah, like a, 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 a painting. Piece a, or a, well, an abstract, but it can it can be perfectly realistic looking or whatever. But just a just a painting of something. <laughs> just I don't Hitler's beautiful unspoiled recognize. beach. Yeah, that he painted. He's painted a beach with no guns and no dead bodies, <laughs> and just like hooray, the Nazis are having a great time in the distance. Yeah, I but I think part of it is that I is that I mostly have an emotional response to 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 the story within or yeah. behind something, and I don't necessarily glean stories from paintings. Again, I reckon you could. I reckon I could at least. Anyway, um, it's just I haven't really spent any time exploring it. But the same way that you can make a song about something. And people will either get it or not get it or give it a different definition or something. I think that if you saw like the same image painted by different people will have different details that you'll enjoy. Yeah. So, yeah. It's yeah. interesting. Fair enough. I haven't done that much of it. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Good. So, minute month. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. A quick update from... Um, yeah, I was more um, procrastinative with this one consciously because mm. it was quite... I had ideas in my head. The, the it's, uh, I, I renamed it as Name That Actor, because that's basically what we're doing, right? Yeah. Is having a, a minute-long video that's going to hint at it being a specific actor. You have to try and guess what it is from the hints. Kind of thing, game show. Mm. Um, and I had immediate ideas of much bigger stuff that needed even more um, CGI and prop tables and, and scenery and eventually I just kind of tried to numb it down to be like let's just see if I can film it now yeah. and kind of make it work um, I do um, I do an impression a very good impression I All think right. of the actor that might give it away it might okay. it might also be a very bad impression I don't know <laughs> I think it's quite good you'll you'll get it when you hear it but I'll give it a watch can you see this screen yeah yeah okay cool so yeah this is my second minute month it's even got a timer on it. Yeah. Oh. Oh. No, yeah, I'm thinking, yeah, just uh, before I get there, just post a clock. Just a clock. Um, yeah, just post it there. I'll come in. I'll be all, fuck it. I've, there's a clock. Yeah, found all these diaries uh, of, like, soldiers and that. So, I don't know, TV series? I am in your glow. The lowest point 
when we meet Helm. <laughs> On the day of my judgment, stand <laughs> before God and he asked me, why did I, did I, I kill one of his true miracles? What, what am I going to say? <laughs> it was my job. <laughs> Name that actor. I might have made it too easy. Owen Wilson? No. No. I, it says not Owen Wilson. Did it? I can't remember. No, I put it in, then I removed it, so that oh, anybody right. thinks it's Owen Wilson. No, it doesn't. Said, oh, here's an image of Owen Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's obviously the picture of that guy. <laughs> no, Owen Wilson is a clue to the actor. You don't, you don't get it. I don't know. There's enough in there. I thought this was going to be enough, this last image of me eating a bowl of peas and carrots and then um, getting hit oh, with a load of water. Um, Tom Hanks. There you go. It was Tom Hanks <laughs> with my excellent Tom Hanks impression. <laughs> I didn't recognise the quote. It's from The Green Mile. Oh, okay. It's a great film. I've seen that film once. I watched it with you. Oh, really? Yeah, it's yeah. a great film. Great yeah. film. Yeah. There was enough in there, I think, that kind of worked. It was very hastily done, very first draft. I'd, I'd, you don't get any of the references? I'd need to watch it again. You to watch it again? <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to do it now. No, no, we'll go through, we'll go through reference right. by reference, I okay. think, uh, to kind of make it work. Because okay. I can stop I'll and start it. Knowing that. No, yeah, I'm thinking... Yeah, just uh, before I get there, just post a clock. So this is a film. Just a clock. Um, yeah, just post it there. I'll come in. I'll be all, fuck it. You know what film? There's a clock. Yeah, found all these diaries. No. Uh, it's a TV series. Of, like, soldiers and that. So, I he produced TV it. series. Oh, is it? This is Toy Story. Band of Brothers. Yeah. I didn't the see Band of Brothers. When we meet Helm. <laughs> that one's a demon in the lowest point of your clothes or a snake in your boot. Oh. Toy Story, honestly. This is Wilson. And he asks me, why Castaway, did I, did I kill one of his true miracles? Okay. What Peas and carrots. Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Splash. <laughs> Okay. It's all there. It's all there. Yeah, first one was Cast Away. Yeah. That was uh, where he posts himself a clock, and I think it's probably a bit of a douchebag move for him to do. Yeah, second one was uh, he was a producer on Band of Brothers. Right. Third one was Toy Story, partly because there's a toy. Yeah. The other one is a demon in the lowest point of your clothing, or a snake in your boot. There's a snake in my boot. Yeah. What's the... Oh, okay. So it's the a demon reference to snake. The... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And maybe Angels and Demons. Kind of a demonish okay. kind of thing. Yeah. And it was uh, uh, Owen Wilson, Wilson from Castaway. Right. Volleyball. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was just. I was, no. Peas and carrots. I was lost. Splash. I was completely lost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, experimental first try. Yeah. Could work out into something. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, a bit of a uh, name that actor. Feels yeah. quite cool. Yeah. Could maybe turn okay. into something. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense yeah all the references were there still it was pe- obscure enough for you not to get it which was the intention which was the intention not to make it too not but as soon as I said peas and carrots I think something started to yeah. turn in your head yeah 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 so it was like yeah. they are right there but it took a it, yeah, it took I a didn't... little pin to go like there you go yeah, yeah good yeah. balance okay yeah but yeah I got to put I filmed that splash scene because I was like I definitely want that 
<laughs> and then that's all I did for I did oh, that for clean up. <laughs> and then it was like, oh, I need to do loads of other stuff. So I just I was like, fuck it, I'll just talk on my phone and make film references just to get something. Because that's the that's the only point of this is to get over procrastination. Yeah, for me, it's just like. Yeah, I was tempted as well to, again, for the second time running, be like, maybe we should reschedule. Yeah. And it'll give me another week to not do it. And then I'll yeah. maybe do it later. And it was like, no, again, least did it, kind of. It, it's, a, it's a C grade. Like, <laughs> got like a 2-2 two, two <laughs> or something like that. And be like, he it it did something, it was fine, it's all good. Yeah. But yeah, seems, uh, got to think of the, of the next one now. I can't remember whether we've addressed you uh we haven't but we should explain just yeah to, this is a well thing. We, we can yeah i don't i don't have one this week um yeah, we months. had like it's it's a little bit dog dog out my homework but to be honest i don't feel bad about it because at no point do i feel like i've actually procrastinated about it it's just yeah. literally everything has ramped up in this last week yeah it's been really and busy it's, it's um it, it was a matter of prioritizing like kind of personal life and yeah yeah Things like that with what, but there was an I element had. of I sensed an element of guilt. Yeah, As yeah. I tried because no, you I, messaged me this morning. You're like, I just seen you know, I haven't been able to get around to doing something. Yeah, and every message I tried to type back was like, this is gonna sound wrong. Right. I said I was like, so you know, what do you want me to do with mine? I was like, no, it's, it's, it's like it's more. So what do you want to do with mine? Do you want to do it? What yeah. do you want to do? And we said like, well, yeah, it's just, this is for fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. So it's all if, if if real life gets in the way, yeah, then take care of real life. Yeah. Plus, this is the second time where it's like it's been a month, except it's two weeks. Yeah. And and that's the main thing we need to tackle. Yeah, just because of the way it's lined up. And the only reason that it's got that way is because we were like, oh, let's try and figure out a cool way to get audience participation into what we should talk about. Yeah. And um, we kind of left it for a couple of weeks. Yeah, and, we're like, and then we haven't had anything, so let's decide on something ourselves. Yeah, and so, then as a joint decision last week, we changed like the editing schedule of the way we're doing the podcast and everything like that. Which yeah, was just it just it just meant I was you were just overworked. You're just doing two like back to back edits and things. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, and it's again, it's not like I'm saying like you've had less to do. It's not that's yeah. not a thing. It's just it's, it's just the way it pans out. Yeah, I would um, argue I had more to do, but. Potentially, yeah, yeah, but yeah, but, it, like, but it's real life. I don't have a wife, you know. I don't have a life. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, and if I was in the same situation, I would have done the same yeah. thing. So it's yeah. not, it's not a, it's not a responsibility for us. It's just an idea. It's a practice. <laughs> and the funny thing is, we don't do this because we, we, we. Our problem with procrastination is we don't want to do something unless it's perfect, and we need to get in the practice of failing but continuing to to produce. Yeah. So in terms of, yeah, it, it's not a case of, oh, now that we haven't done it this time, we're not going to do it again. Yeah, no, no, no. Because that's no, the no, structure no. of the podcast is yeah. we start to do it because there's two of us to be accountable for. Yeah. If we're doing it on our own, which we've done similar projects on our own, mm. as soon as we haven't done it one deadline, we've kind of ended up dropping it. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, no, it's just a case of, yeah, real things happen. So yeah, mm. just keep on trying with it. But yeah, we should uh, try and figure out a, um, I quite enjoyed, I, I enjoyed the idea of this. Yeah. Of kind of name that actor and try and make a little puzzle piece to kind of do could be a fun thing to play around with yeah. segment wise. Yeah. Of like, even if it's like just name that actor and it's a 10 minute, it's an image that we've made, a collage that we've made or something like that. Yeah. To kind of play around with the references that we have. Yeah. I think that could be kind of To fun. be honest, the, the more I thought about this one, while I was like kind of actively trying to think about putting something together, it was, it, there was, there was nothing that was, I think I said this to you, like there was nothing that was striking me that didn't come across as plagiarism. 
Yeah. 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 And I think part part of it is I I didn't really kind of glom on to the idea that I could just do it this way. Right. Like I I was I was more trying to think in lines of like lining up quotes so they don't sound like actual quotes and then forming yeah, yeah. that into its own story which is completely separate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and like it's 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 it was just a different way of. No, that would have been way more it. impressive. Well, it just. But yeah, I had the same thing. I wanted to build a space station. <laughs> I wanted to get like animators involved. <laughs> it just yeah. like, became more and more of like this is a bit too. Yeah, a bit, a, a lots of obstacles in my way of that's a good idea. I originally wanted to, I mentioned it before, there was an idea I wanted that needed a whole thing. I wanted to do Tim Allen. Right. And um, there to just to be like decapitated neighbours on fences. And then and then that uh, was like slowed down into a theme song. Oh, God. And then like, it was like this whole haunted serial killer going through a thing. And it's all just Tim Allen. I thought that would have been great. And it would be like, yeah, it's a good idea, but it's just, a, it's an idea that hasn't manifested itself. Yeah. And you have no way of, doing that <laughs> so just talk on your phone and eat carrots <laughs> be fine <laughs> yeah but yeah peas and carrots i think was a good forest gump reference there yeah. were loads that i was trying to do and there was loads i tried it was like this is just way too much yeah way too obviously tom hanks my trouble is that i can't do nuance unless i'm kind of writing it myself like if no. i see someone else's nuance i'm like completely blind to it all right <laughs> yeah but yeah, a bit of Tom Hanks, a bit mm. of fun. Yeah. So yeah, we should uh, try and figure out what the next minute month's going to be. Yeah, um, and make it a month. No. Yeah, and yeah, we're yeah, we'll kind of we'll figure out what the schedule will be, and when we're going to release them because we're kind of releasing them for us. It's the end of the month, but it's kind of the first week of the month for when it gets released. Released. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we can try and figure something out, and yeah, we'll try and figure something out more soon mm. later. I think would be good. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah another another month the vaguely creative stuff yeah but yeah all good and yeah lots of audience participation this week so thank you very much for adding stuff in it's always appreciated even mm. if we don't get around to it immediately yeah, yeah 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 if we don't read it one week we'll probably read it the next week generally or in this case like four or five four or five, four five weeks later weeks. it goes into just been busy is all yeah, it is it goes it into a lockbox and we get round to it yeah yeah but yeah, all good. So yeah, if you do want to send us any uh, material, any questions, anything like that, you can reach us on wisdom at pullingteethpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. I'm at Nick Snip on Twitter and we're your... I'm at Sing It Steve on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, and we're at Pulling Teeth Pod on Instagram. I have no idea how Instagram works, but I've heard that you can DM people on Instagram. Yes. So yeah, any of those medias would be fine. We've also got the Pulling Teeth Podcast Facebook page. Uh, which is always which we, we post to regularly and we monitor. Mm-hmm. So any way that you want to get in, involved yeah. with us, that's great. Yeah, and we've started putting the articles up there now as well. So if you yeah. if you want to look into any of the bullshit and be like, yeah, we don't make any of this. No. <laughs> All of the stuff that we talk about, from pushing dead babies on swings to <laughs> uh, to Anne McLean trying to commit crime from it space, comes back to the dead baby on a swing with you. That was the thing. That was the thing that got me. That was the thing that got me. That is what this that that is built for this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's not it's not made up. So yeah, we've, I'm now making an effort to try and publish. They're always they're always <coughs> in the YouTube description. Yeah, uh, I think there's two episodes left that I haven't updated, but we try and put them there. And yeah, we're starting to broadcast them a bit more, mm. just as Twitter and Facebook stuff. Yeah. So like, share, good. and subscribe. Yeah. Leave a review. Subscribe on YouTube if you want. We're gonna do it anyway. 
Yeah. But it would be nice if you want to be nice. Mm. And yeah, Stoke-Con-Trent we're trying to prep for for October 13th. If 13th. you want to get involved in any way. Yeah. More than welcome. Or if you just want to come by and say hey. Yeah, or just ideas of what you yeah. think we should do. We're always open to it. At the moment, I'm trying to like sell screams in a jar, something like that. Oh, right, okay. You know, something like that would be quite cool. Just if you give us some money, I'll scream in this jar for you. Here you go, free jar. Well, not free jar, but you <laughs> no. know. Or online insults, just insult people. I don't know how much people want to pay for that at a convention. Where they're looking to be included. Hey, come to us, we'll insult you. Yeah. Or we'll send you a really, we'll send you the worst compliment you've ever experienced. I don't know. <laughs> Try and think of stuff just to make it more fun. Yeah. But yeah, it's us. Mm. All right. Good. See you next week. See you next week. Mm.